Warning! This is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1994's Pulp Fiction, do me a solid favor. Pause this. Go watch it. It's streaming on Netflix as of right now. Come back and join the conversation. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. You name it, we are out there. Today, Colt 45 is powered by Rockstar Energy Drink. And as always, we're powered by you, the listeners on Patreon, our listeners on Podbean. We especially appreciate the guys who listen to us on Podbean because we can actually track our numbers because Apple Podcasts is just withholding information. And they're rat bastards. This is Joey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You are now listening to Call 45, the only cold movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome, everybody, to a delicious, tasty beverage that is Cold 45. I'm your host, Beat'em Down. Today, I'm joined by, as always, Random Randy Savage. Ladies and gentlemen, it's happening. We're finally doing it. I've, I feel like I referenced this movie several times over the course of this uh, show. But we never did the actual review for it, and now is the goddamn time. We're doing pulp motherfucking fiction, possibly the best Quentin Tarantino movie ever made, arguably, depending on your preference. And it's your weird. Race. I had the same conversation today. Oh, really? A bunch of kids are like, "I like my, I like Kid Kill Bill because that's the one I grew up with." And I was like, "You can go fuck yourself." That's funny. Two thousand movie. <laughs> that's funny. Kill Bill is up there for me. Because nobody randomly said the word nigger. <laughs> yep. Uh, I got to wrestle with this movie. Um, Randy, <clears throat> I got to ask you, buddy. When was the first time you seen Pulp Fiction? I feel like I was 14 and I saw this on tape. And I think I I found my way to it because we were watching we were watching Dust Till Dawn oh, with nice. uh, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. And like, there's George Clooney and then there's this creepy white dude who like just loves feet and like little girls and it's weird Whoa. and then like i don't know how i figured it out because there's no internet Whoa. back then really is that is that is that a real thing the second part i know the feet thing was real oh, i know the feet thing's a real thing but it, oh the, that's right i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this climate movie yeah 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 because harvey weinstein has so much to do with like his movies and i just Think like reality and, and like fantasy blurred for a second. Right? That's totally false. Like, oh no. Movie. <laughs> I forgot. Because it was Juliette Lewis, but I was of age. So, like, th- yeah. Dude, I literally had a panic attack. I was like, oh, fuck. Of course. Of course. Oh, man. Woo. Sorry. False alarm. So, so I was like, who is this guy? And then my stepdad's like, oh, that's Quentin Tarantino. He's a director. And I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, you should. He's weird. And so I had a Leonard Malton's thousand books, thousand movies, like a book of just like credits and titles and stuff like that. That's yeah. all it was. Nice. So I found Quentin Tarantino and just started going through the list of movies. This was, I had the handheld IMDb app before they wow. made it. And I just like, the fuck is Pulp Fiction? And I found it and I watched it and I was like, this is fucking weird, but it's fun and I like it. So yeah, for me, um, I remember my parents rented it uh, from, from Blockbuster Video, and they were hype, and I didn't give two shits because I played video games. So like, literally, like when they did the diner scene, I just walked away and went to go play video games. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it was a different time. Like, I, I didn't see this, like, seriously probably until I was, like, 17, 18. Yeah. And I was blown away by it. And then, like, I realized how many movies try to copy it. I'm looking at mm -hmm. you, Go. Mm -hmm. You tried. Failed. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I noticed a recurring thing. You know, it, it was, honestly, there's only one scene that just irked me. Only because Jules Winfield is my favorite character in the history of, like, cinema. Mm. Like that's fair. It, we might have not had a Joe Grizzly Award. It might have been a Jules Winfield Award if we saw this first. Yeah, that's true. Because he's, he's the he's shit. He's the shit. He's the best. I mean, because Joe Grizzly is like an offshoot of Jules Winfield. Yeah, just a bigger ver Like if, if Jules decided to just hit the gym <laughs> <laughs> after the end of this movie. Anyway, this is a long ass movie, so I want to try to do it, you know, by segments. Because this okay. movie is like segmented off. It feels like it's an anthology, but it's not because it's all contained. It's all one, one story, story. But like I read somewhere that it's like if you had read this movie as a book, it would make total sense. But watching it as a movie, it kind of it plays with you because it's in chapters and the chapters aren't in order. And that's the only thing that's that's weird about it. But it's only like one the beginning chapter is at the very end of the movie and the rest of it plays out. As a movie, like if you just move that guy to where he sits in the beginning, nothing else changes. I think if you if you watch enough, and granted, I've seen this uh, several times, but I feel like if you watch enough movies, you can kind of like figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that too. And it was it was kind of the first to like not really the first to do it, but the first to do it to the point where it's uh just really well done. This movie also, actually, you know what? Let's get into it first, and then sure. I'll get to where I I made a big ass like a asshole of myself. Yeah, really. Okay, okay. So, um, legendary intro. Like, it seems like it's boring ass conversation because I wa I walked away as a child, mm -hmm. but um, it's between Tim Roth. Uh, what's the what's the chick's name? Ah, uh, fuck if I know. Okay, well, I know the character's name are, are Pumpkin and uh, Honey Bunny, right? Right. As their pet names for each other, and they're talking. It seems like they're not talking about anything. And like, um, so Honey Bunny seems like a very sweet woman, and as the <laughs> as the conversation like lingers on, you realize that they are robbers. And they're arguing about semantics, about how to do shit. It was cool. And, like, the bloodlust in Honey Bunny frightens the shit out of me. Because <laughs> she gets more and more, like, aggressive and, like, cartoonishly evil as they talk. And it's pretty cool. And uh, they're like, fuck it. Let's do it right now. And they rob this motherfucking diner. And she's like, I will execute each and every one of you motherfuckers. And I'm like, yo. And then the movie starts. She goes straight to 11. Like, what the <laughs> she fuck? goes from negative 11 to fucking positive. And you're like, yikes. She literally says in the same, like, I just don't want to kill anyone. I really don't want to kill anyone. Oh. All of you fuckers move. And I'll admit you to be last motherfucker. What are you? What the <laughs> shit, bro? Like, yikes. He and Tim Roth's character is sticking his dick in that willingly, so he's just as insane. Yeah. He's just as crazy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking madman. Also, uh, racist much? Yeah. He, 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 <laughs> okay, because because of you, I want to say it's because of you, but mm -hmm. now that you, because of what you said about your favorite scene in this movie, mm -hmm. my perspective changed where I was now noticing more and more of the ethnic slurs that just happened to fall from people's mouths in this movie. And I'm just like, yeah, that, mm, that's a lot. <laughs> see okay so here, here's the deal like uh because we talked about this with Django, like yeah. context context is important and i get it i don't like it it doesn't mean i'm you know like it's not up to me because there, there's certain things like you know you know how you're in a comedy club and all the jokes 
or right. point it to everybody and then you get offended because the joke's towards you. It's some of the stuff is weird for me because I like number one, I like comeuppets or some right. kind of like full turn. You know what I mean? So we'll we'll talk about like because I'm gonna address it because because I've been teasing this for like for any kind of long time listeners they're, they're they're gonna know what's what's up yeah so uh, but yeah we cut to credits the fucking credits and the iconic I love how they they kick a man man playing Jungle Boogie we got Jules Winfield and John motherfucking Travolta dude Vince and Jules just having a good conversation man and and like. Uh, Vincent is back from uh, three years from Amsterdam, and they're having a conversation about the differences between uh, Europe and America, especially with fast food chains, right? So we get the mm-hmm. uh, Royale with cheese. We get the whole conversation. And I love how this is going to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, Quentin Tarantino's writing is very, like, it's very, um, like, recognizable in a weird way. Because mm-hmm. he's always weirdly informative. You ever notice that? Yeah. Everyone has a story. And, and what's funny is the story will show itself up later. Like in Inglorious Bastards with the whole monologue about like he's having a big monologue between this guy, a French man and uh, the German guy. But it's in, in English so that we can understand it. But the people underneath it don't understand it underneath the floorboards. And mm. it's like that's the reason why we're having this conversation is to put everyone at ease until I come and bring the jackboots in. Everything has a purpose in the dialogue somewhere. It, even if it's just to distract or if it's just to build tension to something else. Right. Or just cool happenstance. Like, oh, okay, here we go. So they're having this fucking conversation. And I love, honestly, dude, I love what all the Quentin Tarantino movies, I love uh, rapport between characters. Because even mm-hmm. though these are like quirky conversations, they seem eerily realistic. And like, I really, yeah. I really like, I just like the whole conversation. And I, I fucking, I love every single thing about Samuel Jackson's character, Jules Winfield. Every single fucking thing. Because he technically looks goofy. Technically. Yeah. But he pulls it off. I don't know. 94. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure he may, he could get away with a jury curl in 94. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Originally, um, it was supposed to be a giant afro. I'm glad that yeah. didn't happen. I'm glad. Whoever was doing set design just happened to grab that juicy Jericho wig because it fucking works. And Sam, but Sam Karak any goofy ass hairpiece. That's fact. Right. He would have been the Afro Samurai like ten oh, years man. earlier. Would have been fucking crazy. So they're going, and then we find out the, these guys are, are like uh, the muscle, hired muscle for for like a, a, a gangster, right? Because mm-hmm. because we, we don't know who they are, but they're, they're some. Oh, we should have got shotguns because they're going to this area where they don't know how many guys are in there. So as they're going up to the room. They're continuing this cool-ass conversation where they're talking about uh, Marcellus Wallace, who is their boss. They foreshadow the boss and his wife, Mrs. Mia Wallace. Right. And they're talking about this boy, Antoine. Tony Rocky Horror. Tony Rocky Horror. I, dude, I don't know what was funny about it. He's talking about the fat guy. He's what? <laughs> I ain't going to make comments about the man's size, but, he, but the nigga is half Samoan. <laughs> yeah, he's part Samoan. How the hell am I, I ain't going to make fun of him? I don't you talking about how um, you know uh, Antoine gave Mia Wallace a foot massage, and he was thrown out of a window. I don't know what it is about the inf- the inflection that uh, Jules has when he was like, you know, they, they, he's like, it was like this glass, you know, like this glass ceiling, like a greenhouse. Nigga fell through that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So we have like this nice, like, like a. Uh, 
kind of a back and forth about you know uh, the sensuality of a foot massage. Where do you stand, Randy, on foot massage? Foot massage? Yeah. You think that's I mean, crossing the line with another man's wife? Yeah. Yeah. I it's, do too. Yeah. And I love how uh, when Vincent makes the point, like, oh, would you give another man a foot massage? And he's like, fuck you. Because <laughs> point was made. But I love how, like, because uh, they get to the door, right? And it's like, what time is it? I love how punctual they are. It's 7.22. They got to bust that door in at 7.30. He's like, let's hang back. So, like, I love it's like a realistic conversation where it's like, well, not, like, okay, I get the foot massage part, but I think throwing a nigga out the windows is too much. Right. And... I, I just enjoyed it. They're like, so they, they kind of came, like came to little terms just to kind of like end that conversation so they can get to work. <laughs> it's fucking dope to me. And we find out all this conversation was happening because Vincent's going to be taking me out for a date, but not like a, you know, we going to no. smash date, but like, Hey, take my wife out while I'm out of town. Honestly, I don't know. I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I would never, I would never put that on you ever. Why would I do that? I just feel like, hey, Randy, take my wife out while I'm. Go- what? No. Everybody- it would. Uh, I would get it if like, if you. It's more about watching Mia because of this situation. I feel like it's not so much as, I want you to hang out with my wife. I want you to watch my wife and make sure she doesn't do some dumb shit. Right. Right. That makes well. Unfortunately, you didn't do a good job of that. But we'll. Right. We'll get to that later. Um. But yeah. <laughs> so. They open the door. Phil motherfucking Lamar's at the door playing Melvin, man. Mm. And uh, this is before the, uh, you know, he, his rise to fame from Mad TV to every voice that ever mattered in cartoons and video games. Um, Samurai Jack, if you will. Yep. It's crazy how he's like a he's like a big star for nerds. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so he's there and these two other guys are there as well. And he's shaking them down and just so happens they're eating breakfast. And what are they eating, Randy? Hamburgers. <laughs> so right now we're looking at Samuel L. Jackson, Jules. Mm-hmm. And he's just relay he's just trying to get everyone relaxed and calm. And <laughs> and he he's like, Hey, what y'all having for breakfast? Hamburgers? What are they like? No, what kind are they? Che- like, you know, che- no, no, no. Where'd you get them? Wendy's, McDonald's, ah, oh, Big Kahuna. Big Kahuna! Oh. I, I know that place. That's that Hawaiian burger joint, right? Hawaiian. Hawaiian. <laughs> Hawaiian. I hear they got some tasty burgers. Dude, power move. Asking can he try and just takes a bite out of the dude's burger. You're dead. You're already yeah. going to die. He knows this is, this is I'm, I hope you enjoyed it because that's your last meal. Yeah. <laughs> What's in there? Is that spring? So, oh, good. Yeah. So before I move on, I was now some it had to have been at least when I was 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I went to a youth lock in at a church. And they asked me, what's your favorite verse from the Bible, Randy? No. And I went, well, shit, I don't know any verses from the Bible except for one. Oh, God. Ezekiel 25, 17. Ugh. Unfortunately. Past Randy didn't figure this out until somebody went up and told him, like, you know that's not a real verse, right? <laughs> Only the but, last part. But said it verbatim. <laughs> verbatim. <laughs> like an asshole. <laughs> Cringetown, USA. Was there one person in the back clapping like a golf clap? 
because they no, knew no, what was no. up. Oh, fuck. No, because the, the youth group leader there, he was actually a really cool dude. And he like he let me finish. Mm. And then like Okay. You know that's not a real verse, right? What? Mm. Alright, moving on. That's it. That was the whole thing. No one else laughed and he's like, eh, what, 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 let's move on. <laughs> that's terrible. He could have just uh, he, he could have stopped me. He could have stopped you or just tell you way after the fact. No, but, but you, like, you're a prized asshole now. God damn, Randy, that sucks. That's fine. It's like, you know what? Fine. I don't want to be in this church no more. <laughs> Renounce God. This has started the, uh, <laughs> the path to Randy yeah. as an atheist. And uh, But no, man, like, um, what's funny is um, this line was actually also taken from a Sonny Chiba movie. Mm. Uh, Karate Kiba or Karate Kaiba, if you will, depending on uh, how the fuck you want to do that. But yeah, man, I thought it was real. I thought it was dope. But like, I love the uh, before all that when um the, the what English motherfucker these. I mean, literally this entire sequence. Yes. Nothing but quotables. Nothing but t-shirts and fucking memes. You name it, dude. There's literally a frame in this movie that I know I've seen as a t-shirt. Like the one where he's like, "What? <laughs> what country you from?" Bro, it's it's just it's the best. It's the best. Yes. Well, there's this passage I got memorized. Sort of fits this occasion. Ezekiel twenty-five seventeen. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. It's the fucking best, dude. And um, after he's laid out them bomb-ass scriptures that Randy quoted so eloquently at a youth church, uh, <laughs> they gunned this motherfucker down. Honestly, painful death because uh, you're not only getting shot from the front, you're getting shot from the back, and that is just mean. Right. And then we cut to our, our, our technically our first chapter, even though it's our third. Vincent Vega and Marcellus Wallace's wife, right? Right. So we cut to motherfucking Bruce Willis. We're looking dead into his eyes, man. Cold, cold eyes. <laughs> and we're hearing uh, Marcellus Wallace talking to him about um, basically telling him to throw the fight. It's a yeah. fight he's going to throw. Long monologue talking about, uh, you know, how he's passed. I mean, I mean, basically getting in his head. Let him know, like, hey, man, if you would have made it, you would have made it already. Like, you got to take this dive, man. It's really kind of shitty the way he's doing it, really. He's like, you ain't going to be nothing anymore. This is your last opportunity to do really anything. And it's like, you know, your time has passed. And this is the really the only way you can actually make any kind of money. And I'm like, you're you're setting yourself up for failure. No. You're really just, like, pushing this guy to be like, no, I'm going to beat somebody's ass. I disagree. That, that That's if you don't have self-esteem. If but you you're a boxer, though, right? He's washed. He's technically washed up. He's on the. He's on I've, the. He's on the. I've never end. seen a boxer or a fighter who's been like, you know what? I'm done. I feel like a lot of them go out swinging. You or haven't watched enough bums no, and then die. No, no, you haven't watched enough. You haven't watched enough bums. Are you going to <laughs> Apollo Creed now? <laughs> that too. <laughs> Not movie boxers. Real boxers. 
it's a shady it's a shady biz man oh. a lot of bums a lot of a lot of bums out there oh. so, so yeah they're, they're, <laughs> so he, he gets the money he does like a real serious power move though because when you try to take the money he holds on to it mm-hmm. marcellus and i was like Ugh. then makes him well when he, when he makes him say my ass goes down to fifth that was rough i'm not gonna lie about that that was a little extra that was a little too much yeah <coughs> yeah Okay. I just I just choking on my own pride. <laughs> <laughs> oh now I can't cut that out. But yeah. Pride's a motherfucker. No. Yeah, that feeling you steal. I can't even do it. Feeling that myself. sting. That's pride fucking with you. Fuck pride. <laughs> Fuck pride. So um shout out to Ving Rings, man. So I love how Vince Vincent shows up, not in his suit. He's in some goofy ass clothes. Basically, this is after the Bonnie situation. Yep. And him and Butch do not, that's Bruce Willis' character, do not get along right off the bat. Do you, Have you ever met somebody who you just know you would never get along with just by looking at their face? Yep. It's yep. amazing. It's amazing. And, and they have this. But what's so weird, I didn't realize that Vincent was actually hitting this dude with actual derogatory terms for boxers. Like oh. Palooka and Punchy are both like like really fucked up terms for boxers. I feel like Vincent had lost some money on this guy then. Oh, he probably did. He knew the deal. He was in on it, yeah. you know. But yeah, dude, like a lot of oof, like right out of the gate. And then just the 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 look that Butch gives him when he walks away. Like I've had that look on my face so many times. I'm just like this motherfucker. I, I remember I remember I actually stood up to this guy and I was like, you know what? Every time you look at me, it's like your face is calling me a nigger every single time. Jesus Christ. And I want to punch you in the face for it. Wow. I feel like everyone who's ever worked um, in retail made that face. <laughs> like right out of the gate. So your boy Vincenzo is going to go buy some heroin. Heroin. Good old heroin from his boy Lance. And um... Because Coke is dead as fucking dead, man. Yeah. Heroin's making a big combat. Heroin's making a big combat. You know, opioids. No big deal. Uh, here we go. So we get a, um. it felt like a Reservoir Dogs callback for me. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. Because, like, there was, you know, uh, Vincent made a comment. Of, well, you know, I have been to Amsterdam. Because he was, like, you know, he was drumming up the, uh, his most expensive yeah. batch of heroin. And, uh. Quickly, you know, as as the salesman he is, turns around and looks Vincent square in the eyeballs and says, "Am I a nigger? Mm-hmm. Are we in Inglewood? No, you're in my home." I was like, "Would that really matter?" <laughs> well, here's the deal. Bitch. Here's the deal. It, it stung. I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you. I was like, "Whoa!" Because I, I'm watching it. I'm not prepared for this, and I just get, I just get slapped real quick in the face. <laughs> it's like fuck. Because I didn't, it was a sucker punch. But right. I hate to say this, but in today's climate, I realized that maybe that's how they talk now. And they always talked. Like, it's that harsh reality. So maybe this is just the way shit is. Maybe this is a slice of reality, and I just didn't want to accept it as a young person. So I, I mean, may I or may not better. let this slide. I may. Yeah. I mean, people are assholes. People say racist shit. I mean, you listen to the show. We say racist shit in jest. That's true. We literally just destroyed how white people have sex a couple episodes ago. 
That was funny though. With it was the shoulders. it was hilarious. <laughs> I, thought, I thought about that today. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> but yeah, just, you know what? I was just yeah, watching somebody at the point. gym just like doing like like the tricep, and it's all shoulder blades, and I'm like, I bet that's how they gets down. Yeah, check <laughs> check out a uh, uh, chopping mall, guys. But yeah, fair, fair enough because because it's not like I'm about to have sex with my wife, and she's like, "Are you ready?" And I look at her, and I'm like, "Am I a white person?" <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> am I from? Am I from River Oaks? Am I from River Oaks? I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you. See a cardigan right here. <laughs> I'm gonna lay this pipe. No, but uh, <laughs> sorry. Just... Drop this shit like it's South Dakota. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, it, it was out. It was like an RKO, and I had to brace myself because I remember there's other times where this is gonna happen. Like other times, other times I genuinely forgot. But anyway, I'm letting this one slide. I'm actually gonna let this one slide. This this one is technically in context and no one's around, so they would talk like that. I'm letting this slide. I just wanna know, like, if I was directing a movie, where would I find a guy who would play exactly like me, but not me? Like, if I needed another like cause literally Jimmy and Vlance are the same fucking person. <laughs> Man, look. Bathrobes and everything. Bathrobes and everything. Were they wearing slippers? Like, Were they wearing and slippers? Races. Were they wearing but slippers? But somehow married to like alternative chicks, which makes no sense to me. But okay. I don't know, man. But I think they both were wearing slippers, hence mm. hater slippers. Moving on. Uh so look. I I caught this. Okay. Like today, before I even read up on it, because I was I was actually excited when I read the notes of what I was thinking. So very innocuous, just throwaway line. Like, hey man, I'm out of balloons to pack your drugs. Can I put it in the bagging? He's like, I don't give a fuck. Sure. Not knowing that this is the catalyst for the worst case scenario that can never happen. Right. So no big deal. But he has to go somewhere, man. And I like how he shits on uh, Lance's wife on us before he leaves. Yeah. Oh, but then we find out that uh, we have a, like a you know a relatable conversation. You know, cause we gotta kind of like Vincent a little bit more. And Vincent talks about how some asshole keyed his fucking car, and they have like this you know real conversation that you know a dickless piece of shit will do it. I didn't realize until recently, Butch was the one that keyed his car. I figured that out. I never yeah. did, cause like I didn't I didn't put two and two together that that happened like right after that moment. I felt like he, yeah. I felt like his his car got keyed. When he went to retrieve it after coming back from Amsterdam. So I didn't put it right. together. That Butch, you know, who made that face was like, I have to take this out on something. I'm fucking this dude's car up. But how would he know that's his car? I feel like after the breakfast, they went to go get ride. They had to get they had to get the briefcase back. So they, I'm sure they had to get they couldn't just take a cab to Marcellus's place. They probably took a cab to Vincent's to get the car out. Like there was more time between the restaurant and get back to Back to Marcellus. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah, man. Um, also, if anyone listening does heroin, why is it appealing to you? <laughs> it looks horrifying. You got to have this it's kit. It's like the most work. The most. And then you got to get these. Like, where do you get old-timey Western needles and shit from? Like, is, is that like a, is that a thing? Is that a, like, where do you get the bags for this shit? He had like a kit that was like made for heroin. <laughs> like, did you go on Amazon for these things? I well, not. I mean, now. Probably, I mean, not now. But, not, but I don't know. I think I, you would have to steal it. A lot of that stuff. 
It's just well, hospitals. But but it had little pockets perfectly made for heroin shit. Yeah, that's fair. And he just opened it up like, yep, this is my thing. And 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 okay, like I feel like this is the most kind I ever seen heroin use filmed. The most positive light it's been in. Because usually, like, you know, he didn't pull out the belt and you see him just slump over and just look like he's dying. But he immediately got behind the wheel of a car. And I'm like, this is going to end well. So he's high as a kite. Yeah. And we get, uh, he gets to uh, Mia Wallace's house. And the birth of the what the fuck is going on gif is his presence. I love it. It's a perfect gif. It's the bit. It's the best. It's the fucking best. It really is. It's adorable. So your take on Mia Wallace. I'm asking you because we have different perspectives. Okay. So I just wanna I just wanna pick your brain. Your first impressions of Mia Wallace. This was Paris Hilton before Paris Hilton. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think that was the like like this is the persona of Paris Hilton. Like we're we're that's why Marcellus wants Vincent to want to take her out because I feel like he knows she's a party girl. If she's left her own devices, she will go out and have a good time, spend a bunch of money, get do a bunch of drugs, and just have that sausage gift come at her of just all the like wieners and stuff on her face. And it's just so really? there has yeah. Huh. I feel like that was the idea. It was like, I can't leave this bitch alone for too long. I'm going out of town. I need someone who I can control to watch over at least for a few, like for the night. Wow, that's a really interesting take on her. I, I didn't, th- I didn't expect you to say that. Like, um, I got gross barefoot cokehead, but um, she—they like, can be two things. Eh. <laughs> but I felt like she was too cool for school. She's really cool. Like, I, I, ne- I never, fa- I never, I never, I mean, nothing against Uma Thurman. Like, she's, she's pretty. But in the same sense, I wouldn't have sex with a museum. God damn! That's fair. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, the whole look, the hair, the whole thing, it's like, it's cool to look at, but I'm not, it's not my thing. She reminds me of a couple girls I know who are like super pretentious. They like, but they I would, know all the things. They know all the cool hot spots. They like, they like to talk about art. Like, those fucking people in Blue is the Warmest Color, she'd be a part <laughs> of that group. Nah, she's too cool for school. I mean, she's over it though. She like she literally has nothing to prove. Like like I, I like, I actually like her personality a lot, to where I would I would actually hang out with her. She's super cool. Like when, when she was um when she would tell him how to find the uh, the intercom, right? And she was like warmer, warmer disco. Like what? That's just that's just cool. That's fucking cool. She's on her own fucking wavelength. Like the the barefoot thing, gross. <laughs> I can't handle it. That's just Quentin, man. That's like, yeah. That's, I know. You gotta get his. You gotta have his shot. He's he's clearly trunk shot and the feet shot and it's like if it's on it's on the shot list right like JJ with the lens flares it's his thing yeah 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 that's a good point man so but yeah yeah because I put I did put in my nose no shoes quotation marks foot fetish (laughs) except JJ doesn't want to fuck the lens flares so I guess that we don't know that we don't know that Uh, that that could be just a really weird specific kink he has. Shine this light in my eyes and jerk me off. <laughs> uh, I want you to drown me in a tub too while you do it. Oh, why do I get like an immediate? Image that happens of that? a lot in his movies too. He always likes to drown bitches in water. 
Really? Oh, yikes. Okay, well, now, now it got frightening. <laughs> so, <laughs> she, Jesus. I was thinking about Alias and then Fringe and then, like, fucking, like, Star Trek where that chick gets wet for no reason. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, we get to, uh, the, the destination is Jackrabbit Slims, which I mm. thought as a kid was a real place. It's not? This should be. Dude, they spent 15 racks to make this set, bro. They should have just left it up and running for a couple weeks. <laughs> right? <laughs> like right, right after the release. Right after the- how many $5 shakes my fat ass would have been? I would have just slapped a 20 on the table. Give me Amos and Andy, uh, the white people, whatever. Let's go. Let's do it. I want all the flavors. <laughs> so, uh, hilarious. Nobody cameo from Steve Buscemi. What the fuck? It's awesome. It's the funniest cameo because he it's like his attitude is almost reflecting like the length of his part. Yeah. He's like, this is all I get. It's because I it's because I didn't tip in the last movie. That's what I get. This some <laughs> bullshit. Hey, I'm buddy. What do you, what do you Oh want? my god. That's why he got the shit part. Because he was he was a bitch to the waitress the last movie. He oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I'm buying into that, bro. We also get the uh you know, nice little conversation about what happened actually to uh, Tony Rocky Horror, which I thought was really dope. Because I like how she dismissed the reason, you know, the whole foot fetish thing, the whole foot right. rubbing. I like how she just like throws it out the window, but she's like, I don't know why he threw him out the window. I was like, oh, he really threw him though. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, damn. Because I think dangerous. Tony Rocky Horror stole whatever was in the briefcase. He did whatever he did, he shouldn't have fucking did it. So. And we learned about the Fox Force 5, right? Yes. And uh, we talked about this when we did a Kill Bill episode with Nerdy Bitches. What's up? That's episode 91. We talked about how everything, you know, matched up. And I, I didn't I didn't realize the French one was Sophie from Kill Bill. Yeah. She got Oren, Oren Ishii, Fernita Green, uh, Sophie, uh, L Driver, and... Um, the leader. Yeah. And uh, what you call it? Uh, the Bribe. Right. What was her actual... No, Beatrice. Beatrice Kiddo. Beatrice. Beatrice Kiddo. And she was good with knives. Yep. The most dangerous woman with a knife. And, Ver- and Vernita even made a comment about that shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. It was full circle for me. I was like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. And, like, Bud was just there because he's the brother of Bill. I was like, bet. Because I, I, always, I always thought it didn't match up because Bud was there, but it was Sophie. Anyway, enough nerd shit. Uh, hilarious, though. When she went to go, quote, unquote, powder her nose... Which I thought was hilarious. It made me mm-hmm. question every other scene where somebody said that. I love how she took the head of cocaine. It was kind of funny to me. I said, God damn. God damn. Because <laughs> it's the best. It's the shit. It's the best. It's the James Brown special. It's the one he it's the one he took when he did that interview. And it's yeah. <laughs> the, God damn. With the yellow shades. You seen that interview? Mm-mm. Oh, nope. Pausing it. Welcome you, James Brown. How did all of this trouble begin? Living in America. There's <laughs> nothing wrong. Nothing wrong at all. You're not in any difficulty, but you're out on bond. No, I'm not. Have I'm all not. the charges been dropped? Yeah, I'm out on love. <laughs> well, are you out on love or out of love? Which yeah. is it? Out on love. Alone from night to night, you find me. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man's world. It's so stupid. I look good. Smell good. I make love good. Like, it's 
fucking high as a goddamn kite. God. So I think, Ted, where you at? <laughs> so I think she's I think she was on that shit with that. I said, God damn. So just like James Brown, she's in the spirit. And we find out there's a dance contest, and she's like, we're fucking dancing. And they get up there, and they do their fucking thing, right? It's a narcotic, it's a narcotic scene. It's a big fucking yeah. deal. She didn't think the song was going to work. To me, the song doesn't work. I don't know. I feel like it's going. they're going too fast for the song. Nah, I disagree. I, I just, I don't. I think, I think because, because the scene is the scene, it's like, I, don't, I couldn't think of anything else in its place if I to be in a parody. You know what I mean? I know. I know for uh, I read more trivia that like they didn't win that trophy they just stole it. <laughs> oh no shit! <laughs> yeah, like there's another scene where they they didn't they didn't win the trophy they just literally stole it from some of the winners and then drove off. You know what though this this was a better uh, this was just better in general only because yeah. like they do the dance um, it's a long sequence but uh, they're getting it in and I love when they're dancing into the uh, into the home right. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what's going on, and then like when he does the dip, you see the trophy, and I was like, "That's that's a nice shot." So like whoever did the editing, that was that was a good call, honestly for me. Because even if the, even if it was stolen, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like the it fact is, matter. they got the fucking trophy. They danced. They got the goddamn trophy. That's all, all right. that matters. Um, so there's a moment uh, that happens to single guys who um, don't know what the fuck is going on. They have the bathroom mirror talk. Mm-hmm. And it's for different situations. It's not just for, like, don't smash, keep it together. It's also, you're going to smash, keep it together. It's more like hyping up. It's like, you got this. You got this. Or calming down, because you yeah. could be mad. Because <laughs> we've seen this with the car later in the movie. <laughs> but he had to give himself a good pep talk. But, unfortunately, while he was doing the pep talk, he left poor Mia Wallace to her own devices and she has on his jacket because he's a fucking gentleman he's showing her a good time right mm-hmm. she digs in his pockets and she finds a bag of what she think is cocaine but it's that hair on hair on horse dog food I don't know any other uh, <laughs> ship and shaps sugar smacks <laughs> white dragon <laughs> All of these uh, possible street names. I don't know, guys. I don't do drugs. I just <laughs> I only know about weed, and there's only like three words for it. Any old way, um, you know, we get some OD adventures because she snorts it, even though scientifically uh, injecting it is actually worse than snorting it, believe it or not. No. no. I read it. That's fair. I'm never doing it. Dude, all that seems like I had pool water go up my nose, and I wanted to kill myself. Like, I can't. <laughs> there's no way. No, anyway, it's just too much. It fucking hurts. I had soap go up there, and I wanted to die. So, um, she owes the fuck d out, right? She's on the ground. I love how they cut from her, kind of like trying to handle it, but she's dying, and then like they cut back to her again, and she looks like a corpse. Yeah. Now, the black man in me is like burn the house down. <laughs> it's like, yep, uh, she's dead. She's dead. Burn this mother down. I would like, I would find anyone that Marcellus had pissed off and been like, just start making prank phone calls to them 
and then burn the house down. Right. And like tell them where I'm at, and then burn the house. Or down. let them and come, like, shoot them in the head, then right. burn the house down. <laughs> like just, just, just so whatever. It looked like she died in the fire in the shootout. I'm sorry. I did my best. I would shoot myself in the shoulder at least. I'd like defend myself. I would make a right. whole scene out of it. Fucking ain't right. So I did my best. I love how this piece of shit. <laughs> Vince is a piece of shit. I'm sorry. If you're a Vincent Vega fan, he's a piece of shit. Chicks Odin. Where did he go? Where does he go? He can't go to the, you know, to the authorities because you know they're all criminals and whatnot. But he took it back to the drug dealer, bro. What are you doing? He will never sell you drugs again. I thought that was his friend, right? His that was he said these are friend prices. You were we're friends. Yeah, you're not a good friend. I, good I friend. wish you would. No, I wish you would. I wish you fucking would. See, that's the difference. Like you know, when the drug dealer is like, "Hey, can you do me a favor and work a couple shifts for me?" And it's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." <laughs> but it's like, no, nah, I was like. I got this OD and bitch here. No, I, we ain't friends. <laughs> yeah. Who are you? He tried to, he tried to, he tried to Warren, burn him. Prank caller, prank caller. He, he was too late. Motherfucker drove into his house. You know, that's, uh, that's actually, um, Quentin Tarantino's car. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. And it was stolen off set. Oh, shit. <laughs> Somebody tried to change the VIN number and everything, but they, they found it. But, uh, some guy bought Did it. Did he get the pussy wagon after that? <laughs> he might've. He, I think he did. I can't remember. I was so long ago. I think he did. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Pussy wagon. The pussy wagon. That's how you gotta say it. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, she's fucking like dying actively, right? Everyone's freaking the fuck out. And luckily, Lance had a phoenix down in his fridge. Oh, I mean, a adrenaline shot. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference, right? <laughs> so. The uh, magical heart pump CPR thing that they do in movies is like this will fix everything. It's better though. I, I appreciate this one more than the uh, just giving a CPR, honestly and truly. Yeah. But uh, it's a tense moment. First time, first, first time I saw this, dude, clenched, mm. puckered up. I would have if I got up, I would have took the whole couch with me, bro. Like the, at least the cushion. Like that, that was a tense moment. Uh, stabs her in the fucking chest, and when she wakes up, Lance tells her to say something. And her, because she's always on brand, mm -hmm. responds and just says the word something. I'm like, dude, you're too cool for school. Bitch, you just died. Good for you. I don't know if I, I hope I have the comedic chops if I'm a near death. I'm going to try. Like if I have a stroke or something or a heart attack, I'll try to like talk like Sammy Davis or some shit. I'll, I'll try to find a way to make it work. <laughs> like, with, like with Ted. He's like... <laughs> Uh, are you me best friends? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. I'm fine. <laughs> I was actually pretty fucked up, but yeah. <laughs> oh man, so they agree to shut the fuck up about this and never speak about this again, right? Mm -hmm. And there was a build-up earlier uh, while they were eating at Jack Rabbit Slim's, a fictional restaurant that I wish was real, kind of sorta. Um, they're having a conversation about how you know her character in the Fox Force Five. Uh, made these really shitty jokes at the end of every show. And it was a lot of buildup, so she didn't want to do it because it would ruin everything, and that was a good call by her. But because shit was like fucking tits up for a good chunk of uh, a couple of hours, this joke would actually be right on time, and it made him chuckle. And I feel like that joke would have never made him chuckle unless they went through that situation. After a horrific situation, I definitely would want a lame-ass joke. Goddamn right. 
you got damn right. And it was right on fucking time. So good on her knowing the rules of timing. And speaking of timing, the gold watch. Our boy. Mm. National treasure, Christopher fucking Walken. We see a young Butch Coolidge watching television. And his mother interrupts him. He's like, hey, son, I know that I told you that your dad died in the POW camp. But this is his war buddy, Captain Koontz. Christopher Walken comes in. And what's really kind of funny is it's it's three different stories with three different levels of seriousness. <laughs> yep. And Walken like explains that this watch is your father's watch, and uh, <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> I like, I, like because it literally like there's a cut and. This whole mood changes where it's like the watch was passed down from like from World War Two to the Viet like to from World War One to, to World War Two. World War One, yeah, World War One to World War Two, and then to the Vietnam War where his dad died. He'd be damned if these the goop those greasy slant motherfuckers got hold of his father's watch. So he stuck it in the one place that no one could ever find it up his ass. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> it's, it's such a sharp turn <laughs> for five years. <laughs> five years, and then he died a uh, uh, dysentery, and then <laughs> I know he, he had to he had to walk over that line real quick. <laughs> just fucking... And it's like, I'm sorry. Uh... Did you just say that the watch killed him? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was so somber and serious. <laughs> it, it started off. I think this is this is the first scene that I remember coming back and watching. Like after I was like done playing video games, and I was like, "What?" So I started watching the movie a little bit. Oh my god! So then Coolidge, uh, sorry, then uh, Koontz had to shove it up his butt, and then hands it to him. The kids just takes the watch. I was like, "Ew!" And uh, we hear the bell sound, and your boy Butch wakes up from that fucking fever dream, right? Yeah. And it's like it's time to fight. And I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> Whoever's on the receiving end of these fists. Is gonna die. Oh, he, oh, somebody actually died. Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck. Coolidge beats Wilson. To like death. To death. <laughs> I love the announcers. I've never seen any crazy shit like this. The fury in his eyes. It was the most blood I've ever seen. His <laughs> fury freaking the fuck out. He got out of the ring faster than any victor I've ever seen. I was like, uh, yeah, because he wasn't supposed to win. <laughs> exactly. He went down in the first 30 seconds. Cut to throwaway character but fucking smoke show but not a smoke show because she's fucking crazy esmeralda villalobos this chick jumps out of a window into the garbage jumps in her cab and speeds directly to the source of the murder right because she wants to know what it's like to kill a man and butch is over it like butch is like what are you a weirdo like the man you give fought, he's dead. And I was like, damn. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Floyd. That was that was kind of cool. But he he really didn't give two fucks. He's like, I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't I don't have a, I don't have a cool story for you, but give me a cigarette. Nice. So she knows the deal. Like she's like, you know, I never saw you. I drove three Mexicans that were lightly toasted. All good. And, and you never see her again. The only time you see Esmeralda uh, Villa Lobos again. Is through a fucking anagram through the wolf's license plate. P 
people wow. do people did some deep ass diving. I was like, that is like those are some deep cuts, guys. Come on. Yeah, you guys are trying. You're just making shit up now. I know, right? But um, but yeah, we never see her again. But she was fucking hot, but fucking crazy. And uh, we get another crazy uh, foreign lady in the name of Brian. Was that her name? Was it Brian? I thought it was Fabiana. 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 But yeah. I was never. Did you think she was hot? Because I didn't. She was too weird for me, bro. Uh, I don't know. Just, nah. No, nah. I was about to say, like, about to say yes, man. We're, I'm done with the show. No, not really. <laughs> but yeah, but whatever. Like, she actually. She looks for, too much like. A, she looks like Mike from Stranger Things. That's the Ew. Thing, so. <laughs> Ew. What? Ew. I see it. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Ew. So, Bruce Willis goes down on Finn Wolfhard later in this movie. <laughs> Give me all a pleasure. Now, if you say it like that, okay. But yeah, I, I wasn't into her, dude. But it was possible that she was pregnant, and she was trying to tell him, and, she, and, he, and he just fell asleep because he was tired from killing a man and fucking. That would make sense now. It's like, yeah, yeah, because she had a she wants a huge breakfast, and a. And, do people put cheese on pie? Is that a fucking thing? That's a thing. I've Ew. seen it. It Ugh. just. Fuck it's that. not a thing that a lot of people do, but it's I, I've heard of it done. So this Apple important. Blueberry, though. Yeah. Nah, either, either way, gross. Um, Apple pie. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah. that's fucking, that's the grossest shit I've heard in my life. Anyway, <clears throat> people bitch about pineapple on pizza, but putting cheese on pie is just, what the fuck are you doing? It's a sweet and savory thing. No. Yeah. No, for, no, no, pineapples I get. Putting... I, I get both, though. I get it both, because it's like if you got a, if it's a like a cheddar, like that has more of a savory flavor to it with a very sweet brown sugary flavor of like apple pie. Yeah, I buy that. No, that's that's that stepdad talking that shit. I don't know that shit. That's weird. I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm talking myself into it. I might want to try that. No, go for it, bro. <laughs> I am out. Um, but yeah, sh- uh, Fabian did not pack the goddamn watch that has literally traveled through the lineage of the Coolidge family, and. Rightly so. He loses it because there's immediate death waiting for him where the watch is. And he right. trashes the place, but he catches himself. And I've done this before where I calmly take away the blame and then get in my car <laughs> and just leave. Just ah! Oh, God damn it. Stupid fucking bitch! <laughs> I know women do it to us. I know they do. They have to. No, you yeah. know what? No, they do it to our faces. Yeah. But we gotta we gotta go into the sanctity of a closed space. We have to go to a spot where there's definitely not going to be like anyone witnessing it. Right. Nor anyone can say that we did it to her without getting like so that way it's like doesn't come back when she gets murdered mysteriously. Exactly. exactly. It's like I heard them arguing in that apartment the other day and I was like, ah oh, fuck. Now he's dead. Nope. Instead just punches in the roof of your car so um <laughs> so yeah he oh by the way that's the same car from jackie brown that's Ooh. what that's what jackie brown drove that honda yeah anyway he has to go back to his fucking apartment where gangsters could be possibly waiting for him to murder him for betraying marcellus wallace we've seen a dude get shot from the front and the back like a double head shower with bullets so we know your boy's about to get fucked up in a major way right Right. So he tries to stealthily get in his fucking apartment, but it somehow he makes it in there. No muss, 
no fuss. He gets the fucking, um, I always thought it was funny how the, the watch was on a kangaroo. Mm-hmm. And then you see it, it just, it looks like a cat. <laughs> but whatever. Semantics. Yeah. yeah. Semantics. Kangaroo. It's a kangaroo. It's, it, That's yeah. what it was. It's like, I don't see a kangaroo anywhere. It's like, okay, well. <laughs> I see a tall cat. I see a cat. Is this he's, a cat? He's so cute. And she just walks right by the fucking yeah. watch. But anyway. <laughs> um, if it was that important, why didn't he just take it with him? Like if you, if it's just, if it's that important, you know would, what? you would if you would risk. Go ahead. No, you're right. No, no, no. When you said it, like I, I was gonna retort, and I was like, oh, I got nothing because you're right. Yeah. If it's like if it was worth going back and risking death, then why aren't you carrying it around with you? Like, I mean, what, what, what what's funny is he gets to watch, and I feel like everything Fabian was saying about that delicious ass breakfast minus the pie, mm-hmm. he was like, I gotta get a pop tart in my body, or I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know he wanted breakfast, dude. Like yeah. he tore that he tore the hotel room up for several reasons. But uh he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna make some Pop Tarts. So as he pushes the plunger down on the uh on the toaster, right? Right. He notices a silenced Mac tin just sitting on the counter. And then he hears a toilet flush. And he rightly grabs said gun. And aims it at the door. And who could it be? But Vincent, goddamn, you called me a piece of shit to my face. So I keyed your car. Here's my ultimate revenge, baby. And before he gets a word out, Pop Tarts pop, gun starts to pop, and your boy Vincent Vega Hart stops because he's fucking dead. Here's the thing, though. I thought for the longest that that was Vincent Vega's gun. It was not. It's, oh. Oh yeah, think about that it. would make that would make sense. But Be- why would? Oh yeah, because yeah, okay, because Marcellus it, couldn't take it to the coffee shop with him, so exactly, he had to leave it somewhere. He was literally coming back with food and drinks to Vincent, so all the noise Butch was making didn't bother Vega because he assumed it was Marcellus because he's taking a big shit. Right. It all makes sense. Cause I was like, why the fuck are you just? What are you doing? Why would you do that? So. Vince is done, and Butch is feeling himself, as he should, because that should have been certain death. But he cheated death, got away with it, and he gets to this crosswalk. And lo and behold, as we said, Marcellus Wallace, dressed up in what looks like an Easter suit slash R&B singer outfit, carrying some food. And like he, <laughs> he matches, he locks eyes with uh, Butch. And as he says, motherfucker, he gets hit by a car. No, it was just like I see this scene, but then I immediately thought of The Simpsons, where the same scene happens. He goes, "Hey, I know you." <laughs> so, <laughs> this is one of my favorite scenes, though, because like yeah. the crash happens, right? And uh, you know, Marcellus is alive because he he actually jumped before the car hit him. Like he actually did right. the right thing. And uh, was that Kathy Griffin talking to him? Yeah, that's Kathy Griffin. Man, she aged horribly. So. <laughs> It happens. It happens. So she, well, she got work done. She shouldn't have done that. She should have just naturally let just life naturally happen. aged instead of like have doctors do it and just rush the process more. <laughs> so I want to be the next Joan Rivers now. Um, so she did it. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. But um, I love how these chicks are trying to nurse Bruce Willis back to health, and poor Sally, man. <laughs> 
catches a stray bullet in the, like in the weirdest part of her front ass. Like he, he was just, <laughs> it's like <laughs> she went down, and you hear like two people going Sally, like they just it's just random chick, and she's just on the ground. I got shot. I got shot. <laughs> so this fight's like like it's a gunfight, right? Or one sided gunfight. And it turns into a just all-out brawl and spills into this uh, redneck pawn shop, I guess. Yep. Or, you know, just a random-ass trap? I don't know. Trap? I don't know. Like, shit, why? Gets, shit gets weird. And I, 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 didn't, I didn't make a parallel to the war camp, the war uh, prison. I didn't make that parallel until, until like, right at that moment. Um, whew. So... Mm. We get Maynard or Raynard. Maynard? Maynard. Is it Maynard? Maynard. Yeah, with an M. Yeah, it's Maynard. So we get Maynard. Maynard. And, and uh you know, you think Butch is gonna win. Because, you know, Butch gets you know, Butch gets his revenge. He pops him in the face, brings the pride line back up. He's a boxer. These punches hurt. Marcellus, like a true G. You better kill me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better kill me. <laughs> and he's like, Don't worry about it. I don't know what it was about the I don't want the blood to splatter on me, but I'm shooting you in the fucking face. I I love that. And like Maynard is like uh pulls out his gun, he's like, stop it. <laughs> fucking bush. You don't understand, man. Drop the weapon, step forward towards the counter. No, you you, you forgot a line. Get the foot off the nigger. And I was like, oh no. No, I didn't forget about that. Nobody's safe. That was a, that was the second RKO. Now, once again, I'm gonna let this one partially slide on because of the context of what happens later. Mm. This is what he would say. So they're captured now because your boy uh, Butch gets knocked the fuck out by the gun. We don't know what's going on now because they wake up with motherfucking ball gags in their mouths, take like tied to chairs, Ugh. and um, it's getting weird now, guys. We're getting to mm-hmm. that weird territory. And uh, Maynard's like, I'm going to call Zed. And, you know, Zed arrives. I thought he was a cop. It, he's a cop. He's a security guard. Oh, it does say security officer on there. Okay. He's, he's apparently a security guard. I thought he was a cop for the longest. Like, I, I research showed, showed he was a security guard. But in my mind, for years, he was a cop. It, is that the dude that played Buffalo Bill? No, it's not. So, here's the deal. I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, I really don't. Like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Because I feel like uh, shit got real. Because you like, bring out the gimp. And he's like, he's asleep. I'm like, what? And he's like, wake him up. So, this gimp comes out of a box. And he's just, honestly, he was just there as a set piece to let you know that shit's about to get fucking hairy. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. So, I could never get the image, like the sound of him, like wrapping his fingers on top of the gimp's head. It, it's like it's just it's the creepiest fucking thing. Yeah, he's like, "So what do you want to do with him?" I'm like, "Oh, where's it?" I was in denial for so long, bro. And then he hit him with the any, mini, mighty mo, catch a nigger by the toe, and I was like, "God, damn it, this is not good." Because I knew Ving was in danger. And you play you you've done any mini mighty mo you know that yeah. if you want to pick a particular thing you add some more shit to it, <laughs> and you are not he already knew which one he wanted one to get 
pit. You know what I mean? Like, he totally, yeah. like, he fucked him over, man. Because he could have said not. And then pointed at Bruce and said it. But no, 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 no. Oh, no. You want him some chocolate, man. Oh, oh, gross. One thing. Oh, oh. <laughs> it just sunk in. What I. No, no. It was. Oh. It's not about the chocolate. It's about overpowering the chocolate. Ugh. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not about, ooh, chocolate. It's, I'm better than you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's a lot of weird shit. But I, what I hated the most about all of this is that this place had lore. Because, oh, who the fuck was Russell? Put him in Russell's old room. I'm like, excuse me? Yeah. Because there was another guy, apparently. I'm like, what the fuck? Were they like <laughs> toy box killer in this motherfucker? Like, what the fuck? Or the doing? gimp was Russell, and he just was so into this role that he just forgot his own fucking name. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeesh. Yeesh. Yeah. So, they close the door. And you hear a bunch of, woo! Yeah! And it's like, ugh. So mm. you know it's going down. Butch. For the sanctity of his asshole, gets superhuman strength and breaks free from his restraints. It got ex machina. <laughs> and he knocks the fuck out of the gimp, which I thought was hilarious because the gimp was already set up to dangle. It was kind of funny. <laughs> so he's just, he's just dangling, just, just dangling. Yep. And I don't know if he caught this shot. So Butch has every reason to leave. This dude wants to kill him. Mm-hmm. Shot at him. He could have just left him and been done with it. And I love when Butch was at the door. If he would have left the door, he would have went because uh, uh, behind him was a uh, split flag of a Confederate flag and American flag. Right. So you realize if he would have left, he would have went with the Confederate part. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. But to turn around and save a black man in danger is American. It's American as apple pie in my book. It's like he thought about his father and it's like, I don't think his dad would have left a guy like that behind Goddamn him. That's right. fucked up. You're fucking right. And what's more American than getting a fucking ninja sword and going downstairs and chopping a dude up, bro? Fuck Why yeah, a ninja sword. <laughs> because no, because logic, bro. It's the like he literally did. He we went through the checklist, and you know we've had we've had conversations like this as kids. What's the best weapon to have? Yeah, that's true. It's a fucking katana every time, bro. If you if, if guns are out of the equation, it was quiet. And it, it's a, it's it's a sure kill, dude. And we see it immediately, because Maynard goes down. I, I I'm glad he went down because he was enjoying watching a little too much. Ugh. Yeah, he was intense. Yeah, yeah. get him, fuck him. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. And I love I love how he like did the behind the back stab. I was like, fuck yeah, die Maynard, die. Uh, real quick, I want to debunk. For any uh, any people who think that uh, that sword was the sword that belonged to Bud that he pawned off and killed Bill, remember Bud fucking lied, right? So that's not the sword. It's just a random samurai sword. It's just awesome. Okay, back to the story. So Zed can't move. He's trying to get the gun. Butch wants him to get the gun, but out of nowhere, <laughs> like a thief in the night, I'm gonna need you to step aside. <laughs> Side boots, Kablicky blow right in the penis. The penis, like, dude. First of all, did you realize that shit flew over his head? Like, it, it flew off. God damn. He blew that shit off. 
you can see it like just and he goes down and uh this is literally my favorite line of the movie like next to Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Which one, Dia? Are you okay? Nah. No, nah, it was the more like afterwards, like Oh. Like, <laughs> it's like the, I'm gonna get a couple hard pipe hit niggas to go to work on the homes here. <laughs> you hear me talking here, Billy Boy? With some plies hey. and blow torches. Yeah. I'm about to get medieval on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt bad for him. He's like, I'm far from okay. Cause I like, cause he asked him what now, like like Butch was like what now, and he's like I'm gonna fuck him up. He's like no 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 between us. Oh that what now? Cause, cause this is this is way more important right now. I just got raped, bro. Hillbilly rapist over here. Oh, he's living his rest of his short ass agonizing life. <laughs> I mean, can you blame him? Nope. And he's just watching him suffer, bro. And it's like yeah 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 yeah. This is what you uh. That's what you do. And of course, because he didn't leave him there, they're square. Good on Marcellus. Yeah. That's what's up. Because honestly, Butch had no reason to come back. But I did like how he was like, (laughs) you stay gone or you be gone. You lost your L.A. privileges. That's such a Marcellus is dope. He's a dope boss. He's a dope. He's a dope crime boss. He's dope. I bet he's the kind of drug dealer who'll be like, you know what? I'm gonna give you six months. Maybe <laughs> <Pay me> back. <laughs> I don't think he'd go that far. <laughs> but like what, what kills me, what kills me with him is um this is a rare opportunity where you see a black dude in that in that position of power, even though he wound up getting raped. But he got revenge. There was comeuppage. There was a turnaround. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll accept it. So yeah, uh Butch winds up getting Zed's bike. We get the great scene when he comes back to pick up uh, Fabian. She's like, where did you get the motorcycles? Our motorcycles are chopper, babe. Where'd you get this chopper? <laughs> From Zed. Who's Zed? Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Now, that's technically the end of the movie. Chronologically. That's the end of the movie. And that would be a great line to end the movie. But, guys, we're not done. We're not done. I know, I know you're packing up. You're ready to turn off this podcast. <laughs> but nope. We got the Bonnie situation. Now we cut back to, uh, you know, that guy being shot up by Jules and Vincent Vegas. So we know we clearly know this is a flashback. And if you're a fan of John Travolta, you're super sad that he's dead in a bathtub right now. Don't worry. We can see him again. And we get to see where he made the fatal mistake of not following Jules. Because uh, Alexis Arquette. Uh, rest in peace mm. uh, before transition is behind the door with this fucking insane hand cannon this gun looks insane it's like a custom made like honestly no business having this gun this uh, this character uh, I don't know his name fourth guy was his name right? fourth guy yeah so he kicks the door open die you motherfuckers braca 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 missed them all every single shot missed they obviously Vincent and Vega shoot the shit out of this cat, but Jules is realizing because like when Jules actually moves to the side, I don't know if you noticed, like he should be dead. Yeah, the I bullets like, went through him. Like that was an actual miracle, and Jules sees it, and he's not letting it go. Vince is like whatever about it, and look what happened to Vince later. Right. Also, Vincent had backup. That's what happened. He's like. The guy tried to get him out. Like, had they both left at that moment, they would have been, they would have lived. 
That was his moment. That was his chance. So for some reason they took Melvin. Why did they take Melvin? I think Melvin was the inside guy. Like, because he opened the door, right? And they didn't even have to knock. Oh, yeah. But it was weird Melvin. though, because like when Melvin, when Melvin opened his mouth, that's when he saw the meanness of uh, Jules. He's like, "I didn't ask you a motherfucking <laughs> yikes." <sighs> but yeah, they take Marvin with them, and they're arguing about. If this was indeed an act of God. Mm. It's a funny scene. Vincent turns around genuinely trying to ask Marvin a question. Yeah. You really think God came down from heaven and stopped the blast? <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, did you know that he um that Marvin was supposed to get shot in the neck instead and supposed to horribly die slowly? Oh really? And then no, they and they, and they t- and they discuss about actually shooting him in the head to put him out of his misery, but uh, people thought that would make them less likable. Uh, yeah, John John Travolta said that would make them less likable. No, that's fair. I I I totally agree with that. I 100 percent agree with that. But and yeah. it's funnier because like you're like oh shit, because that's what Jewel was like. Jewel's like oh shit, we can't ride around like this with fucking yeah. blood. He was literally broad fucking daylight. He was very upset, and uh, you know they're in a. So I tried to, because the scene's coming, right? right? And I'm trying to like go along with it because I I I forgave everything else to a certain extent, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know anybody in the in the eight one eight. This is in my side of town. I only have one friend that's around the corner that I can go to. So I'm like, is this somebody he just doesn't really fuck with? Because when he gets there. Now I do I do uh I really like the argument in the bathroom over the towel. Yeah. He was like, I washed my hands. I saw you get them wet. Like that was get them wet. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> had lava or some shit. <laughs> How come my towel looks like this? And you was like a goddamn max pad. This is the kind of shit that's gonna bring it to a head, man. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Like oh, dead, dead nigga storage. And and Jules eating it, right? And he's I, in a bad situation. He's in a bad spot. He's in a bad spot. And I feel like I feel like him and Jimmy. Okay, because I was trying to like, all right, Brandon, calm down. Because fuck Jimmy. Yeah. Right out the gate. Because like, I don't give a fuck if Bonnie is black and is his wife. I don't care. Because you're really pushing it, Quentin. <laughs> Because, like, maybe, just maybe, if somebody else played Jimmy, I could handle it. Obviously, if it was a black person, I'd be okay. It's fucked up. I don't care. I don't care. What about an Asian person? It would, it, it, it will suck, but it will lessen the bite. I will, I'm, like Jackie Chan plays Jimmy. Holy shit. That, that would just break my heart. It got to be Sammo Hong. <laughs> Sammo Hong. <laughs> it got to be Sammo Hong. You think he's gonna dig nigga storage? <laughs> just Japanese, bro. But um, it's the only it's the only Asian one. It's the only one that you have. It's so <laughs> terrible. But um, now you did a good Jet Li. Yeah, you did a good Jet Li. <laughs> yeah, it was super racist. But it was a good Jet Li. It was, super <laughs> it was just quiet. That's how they are. Anyway, um, I don't know, man. It was just because they okay. So he had some of the dead nigga stories, yada, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And, like, Jules is taking it on the chin. And Jules is freaking the fuck out, but he makes some phone calls, and he calls Marcellus, and he's like, uh, I love this scene. He was like, 
I need you to tell me it's gonna be okay. And he said like he said it a certain way, and like Marcelo says it verbatim, right? Yeah, I was like, all I need you to tell me is go in there, chill them niggas out, and wait for the cavalry, which will be coming directly. You ain't got to worry about it. Go in there, <laughs> chill them niggas out, and I'm sending the wolf who's coming directly. The wolf? You're the wolf? <laughs> Shit, nigga, that's all you had to say. <laughs> this is so fucking funny. But, yeah, so the wolf comes, right? And this is where I was like, fuck Jimmy. So the wolf, Harvey Cartel, shout out to you, bro. You know what I mean? Like, like Quentin Tarantino specifically wrote this for this character, for him, right? Right. Fine. I love how the wolf doesn't necessarily personally do shit. That is the most boss shit ever. It's like, I'm a cleaner, but you motherfuckers do this. And uh, somebody actually did the brass tacks of like calculating how much time Mr. Wolf actually saved them. And like he literally saved them 40 minutes. Huh? Oh, 40 minutes. Okay. He saved them 40 minutes. He literally saved them 40 minutes by, uh, especially by having them get, getting hosed down outside, mm-hmm. cut, cut down on the most time. Because if they would have took turns in the shower and then take time to clean out the shower to make it look like nothing happened, that would have ate up a lot of precious time. That's true. Because like when I was watching, I'm like, duh, this is what you do. But like when I really sat there and thought about it, like it was, it's what you do, but I probably wouldn't have thought about it. And the fact that he drove, like, it's gonna, it's 30 Woo! minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'm yeah, like, how the gangster. I can't drive anywhere that fast. White privilege. Moving on. <laughs> Seriously. He knows. He knows. Because he asks, is the blinker? Is the gas? Is there anything? Is the backfire? Like, talk to me. Like, is, is this car, <laughs> will this car get me pulled over? I don't want to be out there with my dick in my hand and this fucking car just breaks down. So It's like, you're in, you're with me. Because he, he's driving with a black person. He calculated. Is the taillights yeah. out? Like, he, he factored that in. He factored in driving while black. Mm-hmm. He's on point. Anyway, what I hated about Jimmy was the dick riding, because it looked like Quentin Tarantino dick riding Harvey Cartel, and he was so snooty and he's like, "Yeah, you guys are like dorks." And he's like, "It's your clothes, motherfucker." And I'm like, "Yeah, Jimmy, you piece of shit. No comeuppance. No, none. Not a slap. Not a. You say that shit to me again, motherfucker. I'll kill you. Any, you know, nothing. We didn't get any right. of that. He gets away scot free with that." Against and with jewels. oak furniture, yeah. Oh yeah, with, with you know, he, first of all, he ain't buying no fucking furniture. No, he's not. So it, it, it bothered me because Jimmy got to go hard on Samuel Jackson and got away with it, and it just irks the shit out of me. Now, granted, he got blown the fuck up in Django, so I think he knew better. That's fair. I yeah, think he's I, like we're. I'll make it fair later. <laughs> I feel like he grown. He grown a bit and got blown all the fuck way up. That's why I was like, whatever, it's fine. But uh, I needed I needed something to happen to him in this movie. But anyway, fuck Jimmy. So they go to Monster Joe's to uh, destroy the vehicle, right? Because they uh, they clean up yada yada. Oh, I do I do enjoy the moment of clarity that uh, Jules had when he was in the backseat of the car. He's like, "Why the fuck am I back here?" Yeah. <laughs> you get on brain detail. He's like. I'm a race car. I could blow. Oh, you gonna blow? Well, I'm, su- I'm, I'm oh, yeah. super fly TNT. <laughs> Shit is dope. Like honestly, like I could have watched just them the whole time. And I think yeah. the fact that we only got the right amount of them on top of everything else being fucking awesome is why this movie is so good. That's fair. Because you like you never linger around with anybody too long until you get sick of them. So yeah, so they get to uh, Monster Joe's to dump the vehicle, right? And we see Julia Sweeney out of nowhere, just random cameo. Do you know who Monster Joe is supposed to be? No. Who's he was, Monster Joe? He was cut out of the film, but it was fucking Dick goddamn Miller, bro. 
Ah, damn. I know. <laughs> I was like, holy. I was so upset. Like, dude, we would have had him. It would have been like the, the trifecta, bro. That fucking guy. <laughs> that fucking guy, Dick Miller, man. So, yeah. Um, they ditched the car. And like, I love how they're, <laughs> he asked them where they stay. And they're in different, basically how we stay. <laughs> what if mm-hmm. I told them, Ailey. Way the fuck out of Dodge. Right, if I yeah. say Ailey, if you say man, they'll be like, I see a cab ride. Like, <laughs> so they go get breakfast. Because they fucking earned it. Let's keep it real. And they get to the diner that's in the beginning of the movie. Full circle, guys. And the robbery happens, right? Vince got to take uh, a shit. There's also another thing where um, it's a trope where whenever Vince goes to the bathroom, something bad happens. <clears throat> it's a fact. Every single time. Every single time. So, um, you know, Honey Bunny and Pumpkin are robbing the whole fucking place, right? They're getting their wallets. Right. And Jules is concerned because he can't get that briefcase taken, right? So we get this really awesome scene, you know, the bad motherfucker wallet, the whole nine, just awesome, just awesome, just awesome. And just him trying not to kill Pumpkin, who he dubs Ringo. I don't know if you knew this, like, uh, Early in the film at Jack Rabbit Slim's, uh, Uma Thurman referred to Vincent Vegas as a Elvis guy, right? Right. And it seems kind of out of nowhere. It was a cut scene where Uma Thurman talks about how uh, people are either a Beatles guy or an Elvis guy. And she explained the reasons and why, right? Mm-hmm. So Vincent was a Elvis guy. By Jules making that comment about Pumpkin being Ringo, that was him implying him as a Beatles guy, just off, you know, just to kind of tie things together. No. But okay. But it seems out of place. That's sweet. Yeah. So, you know, he, he's basically telling him how he's trying not to kill him. He's trying really hard not to murder him. <laughs> and uh, I just like the whole bitch be cool. The, the whole sequence is dope. Like, Vince comes out. It gets tense. But he's like, he's holding the whole thing down. Because, like, his plans is to retire and walk the earth like Kane and get in adventures and shit. And I was like, dope. Right. I want to see that movie. Where is that movie? Why is it not out? Anyway. Because he died as a piano player in Texas. I don't believe it. I'm not accepting that. I'm not accepting that. Because if that if if that katana doesn't belong in that uh, mythos, then that's not the same gang. Right. It's an alternate universe. So. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. So never, <laughs> never happened. He's alive. He's alive to this day. He became. <laughs> he became Nick Fury. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be fucking great. Or Mace Windu. Either way. Oh, that'd be W. Anyway. Uh, what the fuck was I talking about? The yeah, Fury yeah. thing actually makes more sense. It would. Because of the. Yeah. It would. So. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he lets them go. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he gets his wallet back and he keeps the briefcase. And uh, they're like, <laughs> they basically leave. They took their guns in their goofy ass shorts, and they walk out. And that's the fucking movie, man. And um, this Pulp Fiction, bro. Honestly, the movie is a masterpiece. I'm not gonna lie. It really is. There's moments where I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's like ah, I don't like that when he says. But that. I know Vietnamese people feel a certain type of way. Jewish people feel a certain type of way. Hispanics feel a certain type of way. Like. White people don't really have slurs. Yeah. But they were all druggies. For the most part, you didn't see Jules or uh, Marcellus do drugs. No, they just 
sold and collected money. That was it. Yeah, and kicked ass and shit. Kicked ass. Did you know that um Paul name was actually supposed to be English Bob? No. Yep. English Bob. Yeah, for some reason, the name was supposed to be English Bob, but because he said my name is Paul, and that's between y'all, like that, that just stuck, and it just named him Paul. It just changed it to Paul. Because we made a comment like uh, that, because uh, Vincent said uh, he thought Mr. Wolf was going to be European. And mm-hmm. he said he's about as European as English Bob. And he was talking about some of the black dude. Ah. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yeah, a lot of cool little nuggets. But, um, yeah, let's, it's tally time, guys. We're, we're holding you guys hostage at this point. Let's find out how many people got fucking perforated <laughs> <laughs> and split like a goddamn hot dog. Let's get into our body count. Yeah. So I'm going with nine. Sounds good to me, man. Like the nine millimeter with the mother of pearl hander with the chrome and shit. That Jules Carey, baby. That's how we get down. Um, now it's time to talk about our favorite subject, the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little figure. Just show me that boy. Not a goddamn thing for a rated R movie. Ain't that a bitch? Not not a nip slip. Nothing. Nothing. Classy. He likes he likes his ladies fully clothed, just with right. socks on. Unless you're a freak, then you have two chicks who are semi attractive. Well, one chick semi attractive, one chick super hot. Both of them had no shoes on. Esmeralda and Uma Thurman. So if you if you want you want to put on the foot freak meter, the answer is four. Four feet. Love feet. <laughs> Twenty sensual toes, you sick fucks. Um, or Dave Chappelle. Let's ask for you, Dave Chappelle. I didn't know that about you until your last special, but you know it is what it is. Uh, man, this is gonna be an interesting question. Let's find out who our favorite character is in this long, long ass movie. Let's find out our Joe Grizzly recipient. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. Henry Savage. So I'm going with Jules. Yeah. Mm. Fuck mm. yeah. So, controversial pick. <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> Why? Why would I pick anyone else? Like, y'all like, niggas know it's Jules, man. Don't even. Come on, y'all. Come on, man. Samuel. L for Lucius. I think it's Samuel Lucius Jackson. Right? What's his, what does the L stand for? I don't know. <laughs> it's Lucius. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But he's, he's a shit. He oh, killed this role. He killed this role. Like, he killed it to the point where it's like people just want him to yell. Please. That was his goal. Yeah, that was that's this is the role he's became this guy forever. Well, he was always that guy because he was that guy in coming yeah. to America. He was gated. Like, dude, like, props to him, man. He hung in there because he was typecast. It's Leroy. Yeah. Are you fucking serious? That's what it says. Oh, that's, that makes me feel amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Are you serious? Samuel Leroy Jackson, oh, an American my... actor and film producer. God. Oh, dude, I feel like <laughs> my blackness went up plus 50, dog. I, feel, I felt it. That energized me, bro. <laughs> I was just like, mm. I literally <laughs> felt the power boost. 
where like <laughs> you hear your heart go goo, goo. like I literally felt it like oh man that's oh. <laughs> It's over 9,000. Over 9,000. Oh, shit. Speaking of which, um, Christopher Sabat's going to be at Fandemic. Oh, I'm fucking hype. Mm. That's that's a big one for me, man. I have to find some way to talk to this cat. Seriously. I am so, I'm such a Vegeta fan, bro. Such a Vegeta fan. Anyway, sorry. That's neither here nor there. But yeah, man, um, final verdict time, ladies and gentlemen, knee pads or slippers, what that means if we truly enjoy this movie. We give a maximum of two knee pads where we fall to the worst of position, given this movie is just due, or if we think this movie is a flaming pile of piece of shit, we slide on two hater slippers where we put on our robes to match and spout out a bunch of fucking horrible derogatory epitaphs towards all races. Random Randy Savage, knee pads or slippers. Gonna go real controversial on everyone here. It's gonna be two knee pads. It's just gonna be like, what the fuck? Seriously, it's a classic movie, guys. I, I didn't. I literally had to stop myself from telling those kids off. Pulp Fiction is the Quentin Tarantino film. It is where everything else stems from. I mean, even I know Reservoir Dogs the first, but this is like this is his stride. This is like his ninth inning. This is much the best thing he's made so far. I mean, I really like *Inglorious Bastards*, but I will still watch *Pulp Fiction* over that. So, yeah, I, I, I'd watch um, *Kill Bill* Volume One and *Pulp Fiction* probably the most out of all of his movies. Um, point blank, period. Uh, *Kill Bill* is a big deal for me only because I love old school kung fu movies. But um, I literally had to talk myself into two knee pads. *Dead Nigga Stories* was like the biggest deduction. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I because I. This movie deserves two knee pads. Right. I, had, I had to put my personal feelings aside and actually like, try to be as objective as humanly possible. But that scene, it, it's just the smugness in Jimmy's face. Because the gourmet coffee rant, fine. That's fine. Yep. Shit on I mean, shit on him. But you said dead nigga storage one too many times. I might have let it, I might have been okay if you said it once. But it's like you're really emphasizing that it's a dead hard R. Hard yeah. R. Cause he knows he can say it, and like because he wrote and he the movie. It to Samuel L. Jackson. It's like it would be like trying to like flip off God, and it's like if you can get away with it, why not? Was it to rebalance the hoeing that uh, Ving Rhames was doing to Bruce Willis? But he didn't say honky or peckerwood or nothing like that. Is this? I don't right. know. Yeah, that's why y'all fuck funny. Ain't anyway. you? <laughs> oh, shoulder blades. Show, shim, oh, shimmy at shimmy and asses. <laughs> That's what, that's what I'm gonna call you. That's gonna be your slurs now, guys. I'm gonna call you shimmies. shimmies. Goddamn shimmies. Goddamn shimmies. Fucking shimmy jimmies. Fucking trust fund shimmies. <laughs> shimmy ass shimmy. Shimmy ass shimmy. <laughs> I hope I remember. I'm not gonna remember it, but it's, it's not even a good. Y'all, y'all have y'all y'all are immune. Right. Slopes are weird. That's a weird derogatory term but it seems painful though it's weird anyway moving on but yeah it's just two knee pads begrudgingly i gotta put my blackness aside be objective but uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it's it's a well shot the writing is actually good um and I, I gave a fuck the whole movie the whole time everyone's quirky weird everybody has these like you know what i mean like it, it, 
you can hold on to like every character in the movie and then like the the weird stuff like the shit that people are watching on tv just weird shit and then and in the and, and it's wound tight like a clock it's like just it's, it's a good movie i can't shit on it yep i can't shit on it as much as things upset me because i can appreciate art but i won't bang uma thurman but um <laughs> it's okay no one's no one's asking you to fine get it but yeah, man, we will catch you guys next week. Uh, we got a Patreon uh, coming up. Earl Luckett. It's your lucky day, buddy. We're doing a hobo with a shotgun next week. That's going to be fucking fun. And um, catch you guys on the flip flop. Peace.